Varela, Latino Rebels Radio, Latino Rebels Radio, Sunday, December 17th. We are not live tonight, not live. This is a podcast version, podcast, podcast, because earlier today, I had an opportunity to talk to one of the volunteers of the Seed Project, which is the organization that is essentially they push for the actions that happen in D.C. amongst seven undocumented youth and one ally Friday afternoon that led to the occupation of two congressional offices, one with Senator Schumer, the New York Democrat, and the other one was Congressman Carlos Curbelo, who is the Florida Republican. And basically... Under the no dream, no deal hashtag, these eight individuals, again, seven of which are DACA recipients, went in and did a sit-down, led to their arrest, and they've been in jail since Friday night. So I had a chance to talk to Juan Pablo Orruela, a volunteer at the Seed Project, on Sunday afternoon to get an update about the story and, and what is happening. So here's my conversation with Juan Pablo. So we have Juan Pablo Orruela, volunteer organizer at the Seed Project. Sunday afternoon, he's calling. Um, I actually called him from Washington. He's in Washington, D.C. So Juan Pablo, before we get into the update of what's happened with the Dream 7, can you just tell us a little bit of what actually happened on Friday? Absolutely. So on Friday, um, two different groups of undocumented youth um, uh, it was seven undocumented youth and one ally broke up into two groups, and they each went to a respective office. The offices were Senator Schumer's and Senator Cabello's, and in there demanding that um, they publicly come out and say that they um, that they're gonna whip votes and get the votes needed to stop any spending bill um, without a clean dream that grants permanent protection to undocumented youth. Um, while they were in the offices, the officers tried to speak to them, um, saying that the, that the, the respective politicians were on their side. Um, but even then, Carbello, because they were sitting in and they refused to leave until either they got a meeting or until there was a public, until there was a public statement, mm-hmm. uh, they, um, office, um, at around five o'clock arrested the group that was there. Um, and then at Schumer's office, um, they actually waited the, the group, they waited the group out and waited until eight o'clock when, um, U.S. Capitol Police had no choice but to arrest them because they were closing the office. Um, and since then, um, they've, been, like at that point, right. they were sent to U.S. Capitol Police and they've been refusing to cooperate and identify themselves. Um, so they're, intentionally since I had been choosing to stay in jail um, for the same reason that they went into the offices in, in the first place. Could each representative or senator publicly says that they have the votes to stop any bill without a clean dream that can have the protection. So, so they, so they were, there are seven arrests. So, so just to double check, there's seven arrested who are DACA recipients or undocumented youth. There's one arrested. That's an ally. Was the ally been arrested as well? Okay, so they get processed on Friday evening. Uh, they get arrested. 
they do they decide not to give their names what's the what's the significance of not giving identification or your name to the to law enforcement yeah so essentially what they're trying to do um is they're trying to create more pressure um to for these politicians for them to do something right now they've intentionally put themselves in harm's way uh, to be able to um almost like symbolize like this is what's happening to our community communities during their inaction to do anything for 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 the undocumented community um and every day that they're in there um they because there are undocumented youth because the essentially like the person the DACA program rescinded on September 5th um the protections of DACA aren't there anymore and they're putting themselves in danger of deportation um of a deportation case or whatever may happen um, until Congress um, until Congress either passes, passes some sort of dream, uh, clean dream act um, that gives protection or until Democrats say that they're going to vote no on a spending bill that doesn't have a clean dream act. So by not, um, but, but by not giving their name, are they more at risk? Because here's the thing, right? I know obviously yeah. – you guys have identified their names in media releases. Um, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had Eric Andiola and Belen Sisa on the show a couple of times, right? Yeah. So, so they have identified their name at least on social streams and live streams, and they they posted on you know posts have been made on their Facebook profile. But by not giving their name to law enforcement, does that raise their risk of? What does that mean? Like, what if why that strategy? I guess is my question. Well, actually, well, it, it's from like what it said just now. They're they're kind of like sacrificing and literally trying to create a more. They're trying to create a moral crisis, right? Trying to force a situation where um, at least Schumer and Cabello have to act. Right. Be, is know, it, could they get deported? Of, is it because they could get deported by not giving their? Is that what it is, or would? I, I, is um. It, yeah, they're they're at higher risk for starting a deportation case. Okay. Essentially, yeah. Okay, that, I think that makes so okay I, because I was some so so basically this strategy, um, at least from what I understand in covering this movement, and I've been covering it for about eight years. I've never heard of this. I mean, this is pretty mm-hmm. raised the stakes, right? I mean, is that yeah, yeah, and and I think it was people are calling it a jail strike. Um, mm-hmm. is, is that yeah? Why raise the stakes now? I guess is the question. Why raise the stakes? Well, like you said yourself, like we, you've been covering the movement for um, for a long time. Um, like, I, like you know, you know exactly what's at stake here. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, it's our fan. Like, when DACA was rescinded, we we lost our uh, a lot of undocumented youth have started losing their ability to work, their ability to pay for their careers, um, like the ability to kind of like like be breadwinners for their family, right? So. Like the, the this is the like this like this sacrifice that they're making by staying in jail like also symbolizes for them also symbolizes the sacrifices that they're willing to make for their community for their family right um, and then while while also putting themselves in danger because we like undocumented youth have already been losing their jobs right like we have we we can't wait right I I don't know what the number is but there's a number of the, like DACA recipients that are losing their jobs, losing their work permits, 
um, per day. Um, so in reality, it's like we can't, we can't wait. So, you know, and Congress is going to go on holiday. Like while Congress goes on, it Congress is going to go on holiday while our community continues to suffer. Right. So, so you know personally, do you know personally of cases of DACA recipients, or at least talking with with fellow organizers of people that have lost their jobs or work permits, or you know that those are those are those things that are are happening that that you have personally seen, or or others in the organization. Um, I've seen them out in the news. I know United We Dream has been like, they, that's part of a lot of their story. Right. Um, of people that are losing their DACA. Um, I know, like, I myself have not been able to reapply within the window. Um, and, like, and I'm in danger of losing my work permit in the next year. Um, so. Oh, so you're a DACA recipient yourself then? Yes, I am. I shouldn't, I should have asked you that. Not that I, you know. <laughs> Um, so you're in danger of losing your your status. When how many days you have left until your status is is up? I uh, to be honest, I haven't counted. Uh-huh. Um, I th- I think I do. I think I have about a year. Okay. Uh, a year, like in or around that much time. All right. So so let's talk. All right. So we're so I'm trying to framing. It's Friday night. They're arrested. Um, I'm assuming mm-hmm. they get booked. They get put in a. That they put in, they're putting in, in a DC jail. Where where are they actually now? Um, where what happens? You know what? Where where are they now? And um, did they did they get transferred? I mean, what how what's up? Where are they? Yeah, so right now they're uh, at pretty much like the central DC holding facility, which is on uh, 1901 D Street um, Southeast here here in the district, um, and that's pretty much where they're staying for the jail strike. Um, and that's where they are currently. Um, I know that Tuesday morning they're going to be transferred um, to the holding the holding cells at Judiciary Square, or uh, right before they go up to be a judge. But they're they're in jail in DC 1901, um, D Street Southeast. So, in following some of the actions on Friday, I, I you know, and and getting media releases, um, I did hear some of the participants say that they'd be going on hunger strike as well. Is that something that is happening as well? Or is it some of the individuals? Is it all of the individuals? Is it just, what, what, can, what can you say about that? All the individuals are in a hunger strike right now. So they, they have, they've been on a hunger strike since the action? Uh, I believe, well, going into the action, not all of them had agreed to do the hunger strike, uh-huh. but in communicating them while they've been in jail, um, I think through some time or anything, they decided to all do it. Okay, so they they're all currently on hunger strike right now. And what yeah. what communication does the seed project or organizers? Um, how are they feeling? First of all, how are they? What are their spirits? First of all, and then we can talk a little bit about you know what's going to happen next. But yeah. have have I'm I'm assuming that the organizations have have been in contact with them. Um, so mm-hmm. how are they feeling? Yeah, so we've been able to contact them through the phone. They've been calling us um, to be able, like, just for several minutes at a time each. And it looks like their spirits are doing good. Uh, they were really happy yesterday that saw an agreement judge. And while they were there, um, we tried to have, a, like, make sure that the, that the rest of the team that was outside, make sure to go um, be with them and, like, that really lifted the spirits. Right now, they're, they're in there. They're holding strong. Um, and we make sure to 
like while we do talk to them on the phone, that we do get some sort of grounding from them and that they feel grounded from the work that we're doing outside. So as it currently, since we spoke to them last night and earlier today, they're doing good, they're holding strong, um, and they really feel what they're doing is the right thing. All right, so you talk, you guys, they've contacted you on Saturday night and on Sunday morning. And at the same time, there have been organized vigils, uh, from what I understand, in D.C. or in other places. Can you can you talk a little bit more about what's happened outside uh, with supporters over the weekend? Yeah, so yesterday before the Aaron Raymond hearing, we had a, um, we did talk to them. Uh, I'm sorry, we did have a vigil um, before we went into the arraignment hearing, and there was a good showing of around like 25 to 30 people there that were ready to support them, and we made sure while we were talking to them that we let them know that that was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what's happening between today um, and tomorrow, that we have about 25 to 30 vigils happening all across the country um, to support that the action that they're doing. Um, right now, there is a link. I'd have to email it to you or send it to you. Um, That's okay. I, I can there is, I, I can find it. I'm, I'm there. Your the team uh-huh. has given me everything, but um. Okay. But, but say more yeah. about the vigils. Yes. Yeah, so pretty much, the, the Seed Project has partnered up with the uh, with our dream our dream coalition, um, and we what we've pretty much done is make the call for any other organization, individuals, or groups to do vigils in district, um, wherever they feel is symbolically correct or whatever's happening here, and support the action that's going on and trying to highlight the sacrifice that our folks inside are doing. Right. So the so you're saying that there's an arraignment on Tuesday that's going to happen? Uh, they, they, they were arraigned on Saturday, oh, they were arraigned and on from Sa- there we know... Yeah. Yeah, but they are going to see a judge on Tuesday. All right, so they've been arraigned on Saturday. They're going to see a judge on Tuesday. And is there any indication at all from your team or anything or anyone's involved in the case what to expect, or is this sort of like flying blind? Um, I think I would have to get an update from the legal team on what's happening on Tuesday. Um, I don't think we're flying blind, um, but I like essentially like and during the arraignment. They they were charged. Uh, they were charged with, uh, and I think they're going to have. Hold on, give. Yeah, yeah, take your time. Second. Yeah, absolutely, I, because this is important information. So, um, uh, while uh, while you look at that, um, this is Latino Rebels Radio. We are discussing the latest regarding the Dream Seven. They're now being known as the Dream Seven. Seven DACA recipients who conducted actions in Senator Schumer's office and Congressman Corbello's office on Friday. They've been under arrest. They are in, currently in a D.C. jail, and we're just getting an update here with Juan Pablo, uh, one of the volunteers from the Seed Project. So, Juan Pablo, um, were you able to find that? or? Uh, yeah. Um, the update that we can give is that currently they're going to be, uh, they're going to see, essentially their their trial is going to start. Um, and they're going to get in front of a judge uh, to hear the case. So do you know what the charges are, or is it just uh, the, the typical charges of trespassing or resist, or not giving information or on public? I, I, you know, I'm not a lawyer here, so I, I'm just assuming yeah. that you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, you know, you can't uh, demonstrate and 
public government spaces or whatever whatever that terminology yeah. is. Do, do you know what the charges are? Uh, I know they get they got an initial charge of. Uh, I think it's it is something similar to trespassing. Um, I have not been told on what the what the charges have been after they started not cooperating. So, um, and that would be Tuesday morning in DC. Yes, that's going to be Tuesday morning in DC, and you know we plan on being there as well. Um, we actually want to pack the courthouse um, at nine a.m. Um, where to where, be ready for their hearing. Where is it? Do you know the the courthouse? Yes, five hundred Indiana Northwest. 500 Indiana Northwest. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the strategy because obviously, and, and you're talking yeah. to someone who has seen a lot of actions, has covered a lot of actions, and has actually understands, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm actually, I always, when I talk about what undocumented youth have done for the last seven, eight years, um, I get it. I understand uh, what people are doing, and and but obviously that I'm sure, you know, there's probably plenty of people who are allies of yours who are probably scratching their heads and going, "Why are you doing this? Why are you upsetting the apple yeah. cart?" Right? And like you should wait. And mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, I know what you might give me the answer because I I kind of think you know, the undocumented movement has been youth movement has been told that very same thing since you know 2010 when the Dream Act did not pass. So, yeah. so you, as you know, as from your own personal standpoint, from the the strategy of the organization, from the seed project, from the strategy behind the seven people who who were arrested, what do you say to everyone about that, and why? Why? Yeah. What are they missing? Yeah. So, what's happening is the idea behind it was that they want to create a moral crisis. Right, like, like when we talk about immigration in the United States, right, like especially in the mainstream media, what do we talk about? Right, we talk about immigrants being taking jobs, immigrants being terrorists. Right, we talk about immigrants in a bad light. Right, what we want to do, what we wanted to do, is create a story that counters that narrative. Right, we want to take a narrative of like. Um, undocumented youth that are willing to like make the sacrifice for the sake of their community, right? They're willing to do whatever they need because we care about our families, because we care about our communities, because we care about our home. We're willing to do whatever it takes. And we want to show that moral dilemma, right? And we want to, like, part of it is that we want to, we want to force politicians, like, we want to create that story in the media. Mm -hmm. um, and make it and make it so that like the 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 public right the public stands with us, um, giving the politicians no other choice but to stand with us, mm -hmm. and that's essentially what we're trying to do. Like we're we're giving we're almost giving an ultimatum, not just to the, not just to the politicians but also to the public. You know, mm -hmm. are you with us? Like, do you believe our story? Um, you know. Uh, like and and if you do like we're in this together and we're willing to sacrifice. So and that that pretty much is the strategy behind it. So, in the last what seventy two hours, what's been yeah with that strategy? I I completely understand that strategy. Believe me, I um and I you know and I've said this in the past. I um I I I've I also respect a lot of what uh the undocumented youth community has done. I mean. I, I've, I'll say it anytime. I'm, I don't. I think without 
that movement, we would, I don't think we'd, we'd be even having these conversations or these debates. So what's been the response, you know, in the last 72 hours? Has our people understanding that this is a moral crisis? Are people, um, mm-hmm. do you have specific examples? Is, or or mm-hmm. is your message kind of being lost in the echo chamber of, of you know, the news cycle? I mean, I'm going to be very honest with you. Like, what we've been able to put out on social media from people that already support us, from people that know what, the, what we've been up to, they've been really supportive, and we've been trying to push. Um, we've been trying to push, do our best. Um, but I think you're right, like, doing this action on a Friday, um, and then especially with everything that's happening around that tax bill about what's happening with, with health care, um, yeah. it's been, you know, it's been really hard to, like, push out the media. But the thing is, like, we have a team on the outside that's completely dedicated. To making sure that we do get um, that we do push through the noise, right? Um, and we have another opportunity for that at the beginning of this week with the court, with the trial, right. yeah, with the, the start of the yeah. court here, yeah. So, yeah. so, um, but uh, but your sense, at least from what you've seen, you know, one one uh, has overall has it been generally positive and supportive, or I mean, I'm assuming you also guys are getting the typical you know, good, get rid of them type reaction. Has that, has anyone on, on sort of the quote unquote other side on the social media space, have, have they been doxing, trolling or anything or, or has it been, yeah. you know, it, it, how, how's that been on the social media side? I mean, you know, you get what you usually get when we put ourselves out there. There are those, um, for me, it doesn't seem like it's coordinated, but it's just uncoordinated. Um, individuals kind of like coming in saying the illegal is illegal yeah. support them all um, why would you put yourself in jail now we can deport you Right. Um, you know those type of things on, and seeing that on social media that's nothing um, new I think, that's nothing new yeah, no, exactly exactly so it's, it's to be honest it's, it's the usual right but they they, they, do, they do seem to get overshadowed by the, by the support that, uh, that we already have um, from people that have been following us for a while. So, so then the strategy here is essentially a a, a a firm commitment by elected congressional officials to say that next week, you know, coming the coming week when the spending bill gets voted on before Christmas, I, I believe it's happening this week, that you want to get a firm commitment of a yes or a no vote that mm-hmm. you're not if a clean dream act is not in the spending bill then people shouldn't vote on the spending bill is that that's basically the strat right is that at least from the political yeah. aspect right so when what did you i didn't see uh, and i'll be honest with you I, I with you know um i saw the corbello spokesperson and saying that representative mm-hmm. corbello is committed but yeah, is that enough? For, like, how did you guys react to her, her statement mm-hmm. or her 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 words to the to the people occupying the office? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that we said is like just just standing with us, just saying that you're with our community is not enough. You know, what are you getting? To, what are you doing to get your colleagues to stand with us? Like, what is the actual work? 
that you're putting into um, with your colleagues to actually, you know, work with our community. You know, it's it's not just about where they stand as an individual, but it's like, like well, how are they using their platform, their access to their colleagues to actually get us to a, get us closer to um, either voting no on the spending bill or getting clean, a clean dream act for fund protection on the spending bill. So, and then what what did Schumer's people say, or you know, did did you guys get anything from that, or is it the, the same? I stand with you, and or or did you get? Because <laughs> his office has been known to say in the yeah. past that oh the time's not right, or we're gonna stay with me, I'm gonna make this happen. Um, is that yeah. what was the reaction from Schumer's office? Yeah, I mean, pretty much it's what you've been hearing on the news from Schumer. It's the same thing that like. Shutting down the government is not the right way um, to get a clean dream act. So there's a lot of possibilities this week. Um, yeah. How 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 committed are you guys to let's say it doesn't happen? Um, mm-hmm. let, let's say the worst happens and and your seven your you know the the seven people that you're you're speaking about um, don't come home. Um, have you guys considered yeah. that? Yeah, they've. I mean, uh, the folks in Skyrim, um, pretty much from what we know, is they're committed to stay in until the 22nd, no matter what happens. Because on the 22nd, we're going to know um, whether politicians have failed us or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've committed to stay in until then. Um, I mean, they may decide otherwise, mm-hmm. but I think that that really is up to them. So it basically, what they decide it, to do. yeah, it's it. So basically, what you're telling me is this is you know, n- this this coming week is critical. Who knows what what happens? Um, but it seems like you guys are are pretty committed to to telling the story and and doing what you need to do. Is that? Um, I mean, I, I've I've only seen. At least when the seed project's been been doing this for the last couple months, you know you've yeah. <laughs> there's been a lot of work. I, are you guys? Um, yeah. How uh, how's the spirit uh, amongst everyone? Um, is it exhausting? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure you guys are exhausted, but is it different from past movements? Or like, or is it just another step in as part of the movement? You know what I mean? Like, this is just the next evolution of it. Or what's your take? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, this, what the seed project says, um, is that like, right. The, the seed project was created as like a natural, like evolution point of where the movement is, right? Like in a polit- in the political weather, we really believe that we have a chance to pass some sort of legislation or permanent protection for undocumented youth. Um, right. Uh, and like, we truly believe that we have this opportunity. Um, and essentially what, uh, but at the same time, what we're saying is that this is only a step, right? You know, there, no matter what happens on Friday, the 22nd, there are going to be people left out, right? Cause there are going to be people left out because maybe we do get a clean dream that grants permit protection. Maybe, or maybe we don't. We get some sort of dream with enforcement or we get nothing at all. Either or, there's there's a community, there's an immigrant community out there or a faction of the immigrant community that's going to continue to suffer, right? Yeah. 
so the seed project sees itself as kind of like just kind of like a natural like a natural uh like feels itself in like a natural space right now trying to fight for undocumented use but in the seed project strategy we plan on fighting for permanent protection dignity and respect for all immigrants once this battle once this part of the fight once this part of the movement is over right whether we win a clean dream for permanent protection or not right so you guys are just starting <laughs> yeah, we're just yeah, we're just starting. Um, the seed yeah. project is actually um, kind of like an offshoot of Movimiento Cosecha. Oh yeah, yeah. Movimiento. Yep, yep. I know yeah. Movimiento Cosecha. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Movimiento Cosecha. One other thing about Movimiento Cosecha is because of its grand strategy, because of its fundamental beliefs, um, we didn't believe that we can we could enter um, um, a fight just for undocumented youth without having a way to be able to pivot back to the greater immigrant community. Right. But that, that's essentially why we're all here together. So I guess to answer to your original question, we're, ju we're just one step for the greater movement. Yeah. Hey, uh, Juan Pablo Orjuela, volunteer at the SEED Project, I, I really want to thank you for your time. Uh, please, please have people in your group uh, keep me updated on, on the next couple of days because uh, it's, it's obviously a story that, we at Latino Rebels have have are covering and also have had a history of covering this type of of um, actions and um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Absolutely, thank you for your time. That was Juan Pablo Orjuela, volunteer for the Seed Project. Hey, if you like what you heard on Latino Rebels Radio tonight, give us a review. Pretty simple. You just go to Apple Podcasts, Latino Rebels Radio. All you gotta do is star it. Even if you want to write a review, write a review. It really helps us get new listeners. Also engage with us on social media at Latino Rebels on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the other places. My handle is Julito77 if you ever want to engage with me. I'm there. And I always forget to say this, but, but if you like our theme song, our theme song is La Plebe. That's the band, and the song is Venas Abiertas, and they're an amazing band out of the area, out of the Bay Area. Please look them up, follow their music, support them. We're so happy that they gave us permission to use their song about forty years ago, and we love it. So let's close out with La Plebe and Venas Abiertas, Latino Rebels Radio. We will have a couple of shows over the holidays, some surprises, but in the meantime, thank you for for making the show. This show is growing. You can't believe it. It's incredible. We're, we're getting all these great fan feedback and emails, and we really appreciate it. So, Latino Rebels Radio, here's Venas Abiertas by La Plebe. We are out of here. <laughs>